We got another legend in the building. We got another legend in the building. Soon, something out of nothing sports podcast coming at you live and direct. Another legend in the building. I cannot describe this young brother. No other. You know, we talking about uptown, downtown, northeast, southeast, southwest, northwest. I'm talking about Maryland, Virginia. It don't matter. You know this brother, man. And I'm, and it's just an honor for him to be on this platform, man. I'm just going to get right into it. I have no other than the one, the only, Mr. Abdul Hill. How you doing, sir? How you doing? Good evening. Hey, man, hey <laughs> Mr. it's good. Mr. Tyler, how you doing, man? Long man, time, bro. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a minute, man. And uh, like we was talking earlier, it's just a pleasure to have you on this platform. And like I told you earlier, I always looked up to you, you know, even though we just a year apart, I always looked up to you and, and honored you because because you you was doing some of the things that I wanted to do, you know, in my career. Mm-hmm. And I always looked at you as as an example to, to, to follow the footsteps of that. You went you and your brothers and your father and everybody over there, man, y'all said the tone, man, and, 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 and that family structure that y'all got over there is just honorable, man. It's second to none. And man, I just I can't commend you no 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 more than what I already did to have you on my platform, man. It's a uh honor and a pleasure for you to be here. Well, definitely an honor to be on your platform. I appreciate uh you know, re- you reaching out, stuff like that. Uh, you know, uh, I definitely uh, haven't been fo- have been following you since you first started doing, uh, you know, the podcast and stuff. I've, I've checked out the videos and stuff, some of the guys that you interviewed already and stuff like that that came up with us, uh, you know, as we was coming up as youth and, uh, you know, even adults. Uh, so the things that you're doing, stuff on your podcast and stuff like that, man, you keep on pushing and stuff like that, man. Most definitely a lot of respect for you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. I I had to I had to do it, man. Uh, it's some people, man, that uh, I hear. I I started looking at Kurt Smith and all of them when they was doing the Red Cup. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, my my cousin, uh, my cousin Ricky Gorn started that, yeah, man. And and I honored that, and I was like, yeah. man, what happened? And, and you know, you know, I, maybe we will get that story later. But I always modeled that that system, but. They was interviewing, man. They had big interviews and, 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 and big people. Grant Hill was on there, you know, mm-hmm. Dennis Scott, mm-hmm. all them guys. And, mm-hmm. and when I when I looked at the uh platform, I saw that they was they was missing some guys. And one of the guys in particular, like yourself, I you know, because like when we talk about gods and 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 just pretty people that can flat out do it and get it done, they mm-hmm. don't mention the Abdus, the Hanish, like. Like they should, I they mention them, but it, it to me, they don't mention y'all enough. And, and then uh, Big Dre, Big Dre, uh, you know, was an all Mac nineteen ninety. He made sure all Mac, and uh, they won the whole uh, uh city. CIAA, uh, yep, sure did. So, 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 and then they don't give him his just due. They mm-hmm. just don't. And to and for me, it I I build this because I wanted to uh put people like that on a on a on a on a platform and. And mm-hmm. talk about them and let them tell their stories. We talk about uh, I had Damian Person on here, and, and oh, 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 Damian P, <laughs> man, Damian P, man. And, 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 but you know something that was crazy that me and Damian talked about. Not the uh, 
you know, talk about them while you on here, but mm. all of us went to school together, man. If you wanted a guy, you can go to Burville and get a guy. Oh, yeah. People people fail to realize when we went, when we came over to transfer over Burville, we came from uh uptown up at uh, Raymond Elementary okay. and transferred because we had moved over to northeast over on Hay Street. Yes. And uh when we came to Burville, that was on I went to Burville one year. I was in sixth grade, and then you know, yep. my brothers and my sister, they you know, came through and, and graduated as well as Burville. But when we went to Burville, um my year there, we were the only undefeated team in the DC area and didn't even go to the playoffs. Why, why, what, what happened with the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know what happened, you know, back then or whatever like that, but we were undefeated the whole season. Yeah, like yeah. we beat, I mean, we had, um, let's see, we had Jason Hinton, yeah. which went, uh, led, went on to Dunbar. Yeah. Uh, Big Dre, that was yeah. at Anacostia. Yeah. Uh, Quincy Potts, that went to, uh, HD Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Tim, a uh, big Tim Mobley, that yeah. was, uh, that played, um, it was, we used to call him the cleanup man. Yeah. Uh, 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 Ricardo Keys. That yeah. uh, rest in peace to him. Yeah. Um, uh, his cousin Carlos Keys. Yeah. Uh, Julio Rodney Thomas. Yeah. Uh, CJ. Man, we had we had a mob, especially yeah. our, our starting fight. We had a mob. We was yep. we was destroying people. We were stacked, and and like I was telling Dre, you 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 name all them people, man. I'm forgotten. I don't. I don't it, it, we so and I think we might only had it was only maybe full of the team it was only four maybe four maybe five sixth graders and everybody else it was you you all's you know fifth grade yeah. or whatever the case may be so yeah you know we was kind of stacked and we went undefeated so right. you know, uh, our coach was uh uh Rutledge yeah Rutledge Rutledge, yeah. Rutledge stayed there forever man mm-hmm. I remember uh giving them a little 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 problems but he was a cool teacher and cool uh-huh. basketball coach, you know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah. the for the people that don't know who you are, man, can you give a short, brief introduction of who you are and you know how you got to this point? Um, well, you know, I'm Abdul Hill, part of the Hill family. Um, my, me and my brothers, especially Hanif and uh, my youngest brother Muhammad, I'm really proud of both of them. You know, right now in this present time, because Hanif is uh. He's branched out. He's done some things. Uh, went overseas to and trained the national China team uh, back in the day, as well as uh, he's worked with Under Armour for a number of years from tour, maybe about ten to fifteen years, if I'm not mistaken. And now he's uh, he's real cool and has done uh, uh, Steph Curry camps for the last uh, maybe six to seven years. Um, he's um, also now I think he's doing like the grassroots program for. Detroit Pistons. So uh, he's definitely branched out and uh, done some uh, good things for himself as well as his family. Uh, Muhammad, uh, he's uh, he he played in the high school at Cadoza and at a Fairmont Heights. He's on the team with Fairmont Heights at uh, when he played with uh, Chris McCray uh, back then. And um, then he went on and uh, Muhammad done some great things, man. Now he owns the museum store, uh, which is in uh, – uh, northeast dc oh that's crazy because i just went there I, oh really I, yeah muhammad owns that yeah I, I hope i hope i ain't see him and didn't recognize who he, he, probably, he probably did see him and probably didn't recognize it was him he, but he owns the museum that's crazy bro yeah <laughs> that yeah. is so crazy yeah, my, my sister you know she's uh she's she's married and stuff like that have uh you know um have, have her have her family her and her husband and daughter 
And okay. Jihad, Jihad, uh, the one that's uh, a little older than J- uh, Muhammad, yeah. he works at the store too. He's one of the managers, the district manager at uh, the museum. Wow, that's what I think I saw him. Yeah, he probably a little short, little yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we wow. came up, um, came up uptown. Um, uh, well, me and Honey uh, off at number ten, uh, Boys and Girls Club, where we started out at. Um, okay. I've been around basketball since I was about five years old. Um, my father started me out. Um, I started. I was the youngest one on the team playing basketball. Six years old. Right. Um, went on and you know, Honey f- uh, followed that lead and started playing as well. And then uh, we get over to Burville, um and got an opportunity to play school ball for the first time um, because at Raymond back then they didn't have uh, well they had basketball team but it wasn't uh, like it was at Burville. It wasn't um, developed enough. It right? wasn't developed or anything like that. Plus, they didn't have a gym. They had, um, you right. know, they had the we had to practice, well, play in the cafeteria. Okay. At that time, like Burville, and gotcha. Burville was the one of the first B- DC public schools that uh, wore. They had a gym. Yeah, that wore uniforms and, and, and for real, had a real live gym. Like had I, a gym. I, yeah, had it, a gym and everything. Like they had everything. Yeah. You know, you were never known. You know, when we went over there and stuff like that, and then we, you know, we started playing basketball. And we, since we had already started early, we was already accustomed to you know playing organized basketball. So when we went over to Burville. Um, I left Burville and uh, ended up going to Jefferson Junior High School. Yeah. I played my eighth grade year, seventh grade year. I didn't. I got cut at the last minute because it was only made. They had they had a stack squad back then. They had. Um, Nah, they had a Pooby, Pooby okay. um, Brent that was, uh, was at Dunbar. Okay. Uh, who else they had? I think, matter of fact, Anwar McQueen might have left a year before then. They had Donald Gaither there. Yeah. Uh, um, they had a, a bunch of guys. Uh, Russell Brown, who's uh, yeah. Jamie Foster Brown's uh, the lady that uh, runs Sister to Sister magazine. Wow. Her son, Mike Gill. Wow. Mike Gill was at uh, Mike, at, uh, at Jefferson. Um, uh, James Wade that was at Coolidge and who's yeah. now coaching, who's assistant coach at um, at Gwen Park right now with Rob Gardner. Yeah, I just got I just had uh, Rob Gardner on last week. Okay, yeah, yeah so. Rob, Rob's a good guy, man. Real guy. Yeah. I got a chance to meet him at a combine uh, that was about a couple of months ago at a PG Community College where though they offered about fifteen kids. Uh, Offers for any any the NAI schools. Yeah, um, it was about ninety kids there. Wow, yeah, people don't know, man. That NAI man got got some. I, I know oh, a yeah. guy that went NAIA that played with me at Montgomery. Uh, out there, Brian Hunt, uh, known better known as Smut. Yeah, Smut. Yeah, I know Smut. Yeah, yeah Smut. Smut went to Smut real well. Yeah, yeah, I know Smut real well. Yeah, he came. He came up. He's at uh, he's at Dunbar. He's at yeah. high school. I remember yeah. Smut. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, left Jefferson and uh, ended up going to Wilson. Okay. Uh, the crazy part is that I only played, I played one year in middle and junior high school and mm-hmm. one year in high school. And I ended up quitting in high school because mm-hmm. me and the coach didn't get along. Okay. And I was at, when I was at Forsville, when I left Wilson and went to Forsville. Oh man, we got to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey. Hey, man, you know the DC DC story is is always man. It's you know uh, a lot of the guys and stuff like that. This this area has so much talent, 
yeah, see guys and stuff like that. Whereas though that man, you know, sometimes you take a different direction. Sometimes when you get older, you know, yeah. you you get inspired by what you know, getting some money or whatever the case may be, the girls or whatever. So you lose focus. Yeah. And I was one of them. I ain't gonna lie. I was yeah. one. Of, I was one of them. I you, man got off track and then got back on track. And then, but the thing is, you know, in the long run, end up uh, and then gra- I graduated with honors. Okay. Well, out of high school, end up going to Howard and stuff like that. Um, okay. Still got to finish at Howard. Okay. I ended up having my first uh, son. Um, I took care of him all these years. Stuff like he's in college now. Oh yeah, great man! I, I follow you, so I know I, yeah. I, 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 I be <laughs> so, watching. You know, and so you know, for the number of those years and stuff like when I got back on track and stuff like, especially when I graduated high school, I yeah. ended up uh, start getting into coaching basketball. Yeah. Um, you know, because I always was well, you know, well rounded about basketball. Because my yeah, father yeah. was a, a prime example of uh, showing us as far as uh, the value and you know uh, being a man and you know taking care of your children, yeah. and as well as you know he did that for hundreds of guys that played basketball in his program. Absolutely, so I took I took that route. So yeah, and so and, and we gonna we gonna get into uh, pops. You know, uh-huh. get into him, but what mm-hmm. I, I want to know from you, um, your Avery year, you said you played, right? Uh-huh. Did yeah. you finish at Jefferson? Your ninth, yeah, I graduated. Year? I graduated from Jefferson. What um, made you? In my ninth grade year, losing focus, playing yeah. around, and yeah. and and messed up in a couple of my classes, so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't play, and gotcha. which you know I should have been playing, but my eighth grade year, we were stacked too. We had. Uh, like I said, James Wade went to Coolidge. Yeah. Uh, uh, this guy named Cal that went to Coolidge. He had transferred in. Um, Michael Gill. Yeah. The uh, Russell, Russell Brantley, real. Yeah. See, me and Mike play AAU together as yeah. well as Jefferson together. Gotcha. Uh, Mike Gill, Russell Brown. Um, we had a few guys on that team, man, was uh, was was tough and stuff like that at that time and stuff like that. I think we made it to the playoffs maybe. That year, whatever, like that, and um, yeah. end up losing or whatever. But um, yeah. we was we was stacked as well um, at uh, Jefferson. Um, um, when when you when, so so uh, going to Jefferson, right? Mm-hmm. Did you knew you was going to Jefferson from Burville? What made you? Because I remember when in Jeff, right? Mm-hmm. You had to test in to get in there. You just you just couldn't go to Jeff back in the day. Yeah, my my well, my grades uh, spoke for themselves because I, I, you know, pretty was was academically I was pretty good as yeah. a, academically, so um, I did um, back then it was uh, I think well, my father probably knew somebody and yeah. you know and Jefferson was one one of the top academic schools back then them and uh, Alice Hill. Yeah, so, so it was tough to get in there and stuff. But once yeah. you got in there and stuff like that, the principal there, which was uh, Miss Vera White. She yeah. didn't play that. Like she was, she was like Mr. Henry at yeah. Burville. Yeah. But she was a lot tougher. Like she didn't, you know, at, at Burville and stuff like Mr. Yeah. Henry was cool. He was, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He, he was, was tough cool. though, too, though. He was, he was he, tough. He was fair. Yeah, he was fair. Yeah. But Miss Vera White, she man, she did not play that. Like play no games. Wasn't nobody no, no games. No hall. You better not, not be in no hallway. It's <laughs> not like Miss Jones for us. Miss Jones, man, that yeah. Robert didn't play no games. She was. She was like six four, hands like a giant. Yeah, Miss Miss White was like six feet something. She's a tall lady. She was yeah. she didn't play that man. But yeah. she, you know, you you think about it, man. As you get older and stuff like that, people like that are coming to your life. 
yeah. especially that early because it was a lot different back when we was coming up. Yeah, um, the value that they had for you doing having uh, the importance of education and you know staying focused and stuff like that. It it helps you out as you become an adult. Absolutely. You know, some some schools didn't prepare you for to become an adult. You know what I'm saying? And it <laughs> has to be a village. They when yeah. they, they say they say it's a village is is the truth because oh, um, yeah. your parents, you know, it, the way your character is when you come out of your household, you represent your parents, you represent yourself, and you right. represent the school that you go to, whatever the case may be. And uh those those some of those folks that's uh that on my journey through school and stuff like that, they definitely uh, taught me a lot as I look back on it. You know, at that time, sometimes you know, you you're a kid, you like, man, I ain't, ain't listening there. You trying to be in, with the in crowd and all that stuff like that. Right. And right. you know, you're not no, noticing that as you get older and stuff like, man, you see other kids that's coming up and stuff like, and you trying to speak that same stuff to them. Some of them kids ain't trying to hear that, right? You know, until and before it's too late. You know, it's unfortunate, right. but yeah, very unfortunate. Um. I hear so so boom. You went to you went to Jeff from seventh to ninth. Mm-hmm. You played ball. Your 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 father is like a, a, a more than a legend, and you know because everybody I talk to they talk mm-hmm. about your father. We're gonna get in there a little bit, but mm-hmm. my question to you was: uh, coming out of junior high school, are you highly recruited at this point? Like um, back then, see, back then it wasn't. It's not like it is, man. Yeah. Back then, it was it was maybe like word of mouth. Um, you know, ain't and ain't, ain't looking past like on the internet or on social media stuff. Right. Just back then, it was if if you if you had a game or something like that, not many high school coaches come see the middle school games unless yeah. you was playoffs or something yeah. like that of, of that nature and stuff. It's not like it is because you know. Um, even a lot more coaches see you more play youth basketball than yeah. in on you know in junior high or whatever case may be. Now it's a lot different. It's a lot of coaches that do go to these middle school games to see so they can recruit and you know within their program and all that stuff yeah. like that. But back then it wasn't as much. But the the coaches at, at, at Wilson back at that time when I went to Wilson, yeah. they had um they had a turnover ratio of coaches at Wilson. So it wasn't no bona fide coach that was, you know, there was it yeah, for a number of years. Like it might be there a couple of years and then they gone. What made what made you choose Wilson and coming out of Jefferson? Because I'm thinking like the people that you know, you know, you from mm-hmm. you uptown, you 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 talking about uh Michael Gill is a is mm-hmm. a is a household name that we all know mm-hmm. with the Dunbar, you talking about you from uptown, so you, you got Cadoza, you got uh, mm-hmm. Dunbar, you got uh, Coolidge, you got all these schools. Wilson is like, you know, further yeah, on. Yeah, Wilson, Wilson, um, Wilson was a feeder school for Jefferson because Jefferson didn't have a high school down in Southwest at that time. Got you. But also, um, I was recruited for football over at Anacostia. Wow. A lot of people don't know that, but I, yeah. you know, because the dude, the assistant coach that was over there, the name is, uh, was uh, Tucker. And he okay. was one of the coaches up at Woodridge when I used to play Woodridge uh, for okay. football. So he was trying to he was trying to get me to come over to Anacostia bad. Gotcha. Um, also, um, the coach, rest in peace, uh, 
uh, Coach Fleming, who was at Wilson for a number of years. Got you. The first day I got in, in, in Wilson, he came looking for me. Mm. Hey, man, come on out. You got football practice, man. That's yeah. what he told me. I'm like, man, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I ain't nothing oh, but a buck 20. Right. I ain't getting out there. <laughs> I ain't nothing but a buck 20, man. You crazy. Yeah. I went out there, though, man. I went out there, man. Oh, so you man. did play? Yeah, I did play for like a couple of games, man. Then I broke my hand. I was just like, nah, this ain't for me. Right. Nah, nah. Gotcha. Plus, them dudes, man, I wasn't in seriously into getting in the weight room and all that stuff. Right. If I would have known that, like I know now. Yeah. I, I was definitely me, me too. I wish <laughs> I was a buck 35 probably. <laughs> I played, but I ain't really get in because I ain't man, I ain't I ain't want that was on. always quick, you know. I had heart and stuff like that, but yeah. man, them dudes was big as a back. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna front. Man, yeah. I, I man, I wasn't playing around like that. So no. <laughs> you played play with Woolridge though. You played with Azar. Yeah, man, Azar. Oh, yeah, man. Let me tell you, we played uh so one one year it uh, was me Azar, mm-hmm. uh, this dude named Rico, okay. from Southeast. He was a beast. Yeah. Him and Azar, me, him, Azar, and uh, uh, I'm trying to think. My man, uh, Greg Ebron. Okay. Uh, his son is one of the top receivers at Curl. Okay. Yeah, he's he, he's um he's doing real well and stuff like that. And then uh, this dude named Richard Armstead. Uh, uh, was playing quarterback and uh, I played backup quarterback, played wow. wide receiver, slot back, whatever. Yeah, I played a number of positions as yeah. well as Zah. Yeah, me and Zah played. You know, as me and Zah played basketball and football together. Okay, I ain't know. I ain't know Zah knew how to play basketball. Yeah, Zah played basketball too. <laughs> Him and his brothers. And, and okay, and he you wouldn't. Know, I, you know, I know. You know, them, them my men. I know all. Yeah, them. Them, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Why I, <laughs> I had the ace. I was like, oh, that, yeah, he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, man, Zago way back, man. Yeah, you got you got legends in your. In, you know, you know a whole lot of legends, man. From whether it's from you meeting them, uh, mm-hmm. your brothers, your fathers. You know, what I'm saying that household name, mm-hmm. that Hill family, man. It don't get no better. Uh, um, hey, man. At Wilson. You played your what year? Because you said you played one year of basketball in high now, school. one year when I played, uh, I went to Fort. When I, I I tried out for Wilson. Okay. I tried out for, at that time. When I tried out, I tried out my tenth grade year, my first year up there. Okay. And they had a kind of, they kind of had a stack squad. Was I? Right. They, uh, uh, my man Leslie Ballard. Yeah, Leslie Ballard. That's, that's, that's hey, my yeah. man. Yeah. Slim Slim can boogie, man. Tenth grade yeah. and stuff like that. I think he might have played. JV his first year or whatever, but okay. he ended up playing Bossy, um, 11th grade, whatever. He was all meant. Yeah. Um, uh, Leslie Ballard, uh, my cousin Kenyon McDuffie, who was the War Five Council. Ooh. He played. Man. He played at Wilson. Man, yeah, he played at Wilson. Uh, I'm trying to think who else they had. Uh, Rodney Slayton. Okay, he was, he was he was a beast back then. He played at Wilson and stuff like that. They had. Uh, there's some dudes back there. Wilson there can play back then, you know. But you know, during that time, temporary, you know, it's like they don't give you that opportunity unless you really known like that back then, right? You know, and, 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 well, me, man, you one in the same because I feel like, uh, you know, my my years at Wilson, I'm like I ain't make I ain't make the squad, mm-hmm. you know, both years or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I can get down with the best of them, so. Oh yeah, I get, I get intramurals. I oh, I get. We get our our games used to be packing intramurals at Wilson. Yeah, I gave I gave fits. Yeah, you. I know you did. I'm like you wanted. 
like it, it, it's a, it's kind of surprising because just to hear you say like uh man you you didn't make the team on on grade yet it's just like it's mind boggling to be honest with you because mm-hmm. I know you can boogie I know you can get down with the best of them so mm-hmm. you know when when you you it's like you've been um uh, you know you paying your dues to other people. But mm-hmm. I know that you can boogie with them. I know you can oh, give. Yeah, them. I, I, I give. I give whoever the blues. It don't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that, that's what's that's what's so frustrating about like, and, and we I want to talk about that a little bit because like a lot of kids, you got some kids that can they they going through that now that can mm-hmm. really boogie. Yeah, and it might be grades. It might be mm-hmm. maybe the coach don't like you know personality, or mm-hmm. maybe it might be. You in the twelfth grade, and I got this tenth grader that mm-hmm. I can develop, or or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. So I definitely want to get into that mm-hmm. and talk about that because you getting boogie like we all know you get down with you with the best of them. They can mm-hmm. give them buckets, whatever. They don't matter. So mm-hmm. what made you uh, from Wilson go to you transfer to Forsville? Can you talk about that a little bit? With, with, yeah, Wilson, Wilson, I. Uh, I would like I said, you know, you get get to the point where sometimes you don't get focused, um, you know, mess around, grades is messed up, you know, and you know, after a while, my father, I actually after my eleventh grade year, my father was trying to send me to California, and I was like, man, I ain't going to California. They got because my thing was they got gangs, you know. You hear about you know not knowing if you're not haven't been there, but you know you hear through the media or whatever case. Yeah. Maybe. They got gangs and stuff. I ain't going off that joint, you know. I ain't, I ain't with all that. You know what I'm saying? And then, I, yeah, my mother, my mother moved out to, um, out uh, right there in uh, in uh, Capitol Heights. Yeah, I remember. And uh, we and I end up going to Forsville and okay. went to Forsville my eleventh grade year. Uh, tried out for the basketball team. I was starting at first yeah. until I broke my hand in the game. Um, and then when I came back. Off injuries, there the yeah. coach tried to put me in the game like three seconds left, mm. and I was like, "Man, wow. I ain't want no game no three seconds." Right. And then I, man, man, the coach got into it after the game into the locker room, man. But you know, I I look back on and stuff. Like I should have, you know, made a better decision with that, you yeah. know. But at that time, you know, I invited people to come to the game. They come to the game, I'll give them the game three seconds. Nah, right. no. yeah, we can't. And I know I can get out there, man. Come on, man. Yeah, but I, you know. My thing is that it wasn't it just being that not having an ego with it, but it's just the the principal part about it. You right. Know? I'd rather not be in the, not be put in the game than put in three seconds. Right. So don't di- don't you know, disrespect I, me like that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's but, a little bit. Dudes, I can see if it was forty five seconds or something. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I can get in there and do do a little something, but yeah, three but the seconds, dudes, I'm gonna do it three seconds. Yeah, the dudes on the team and stuff like they were, you know, they was. You know, someone was frustrated behind that. You know, yeah. my decision made because they know they know I. You know, I, I was back. I would, I would back them and the dude. I played with some good dudes at Forza. They won the champ. They ended up winning the championship that year. I had Joe Lofton on my team. Wow, Joe Lofton. That was all, man. Yeah, Joe Lofton was playing. Uh, my man uh, Dwayne Jeff- uh, Jefferson, uh, Big yeah. Meek, uh, wow. played at um, Forsville. Uh, James Washington Boogie. Who yeah. was a girls coach at uh he just got another coaching job. He was at Rock Creek, if I'm not mistaken, but he's now he's he's one of the top girl coaches in the area, doing yeah. real well. Yeah. Uh, uh shit. Kip, 
uh, was Anthony Butler. Yeah. Uh, real good dude. My man Kevin Wood uh, played. Uh, Donnell uh, Taylor, who's who's one of the top real estate uh, agents in this area right now. Right. You got Taylor Made. It's called Taylor Made. That's what they group called the Taylor Made. Hey, um, y'all better pay attention. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, my man Daryl Jones. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, um, Daryl Banks. Yeah, mm. they had some. They we had some good. We had some good dudes on the team. They end up winning the championship and stuff like that. Then, uh, um, the following year, oh yeah, my man Michael Green, good dude, right. can boogie, can boogie. Um, yeah. Then my twelfth grade year, crazy yeah. part is that after I, you know, got into it with the coach, yeah, I ended up transferring to Blair. Okay, you so you went out. So look, <laughs> the first person <laughs> yeah. I know that yeah. went to all three regions. You went yeah. to Blair. PG to Montgomery County. <laughs> so I went to Blair. Went to Blair for two weeks, right? Yeah. Man, Blair had to be to school at 7 o'clock in the morning. They get out like 1.30. I said, nah, I'm transferring back to the Fools. I transferred back to the Fools in my 12th grade year. Ended up graduating. Okay. Uh, honest, man. Half, half a day schedule. I played football my, my senior year. Okay. Uh, with Fallsville. Graduated. Okay. So, um, then from there, you know, um, went on to Howard. Okay. You know, and, uh, major in finance and stuff like that, man. And then, you know, like I said, some years down, you know, you, you're in the city and stuff. You're a city boy and going to school in the city. That ain't going to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let, me, let me answer this, though. So you go to Howard. You in Howard at 95, right? 96. Cause 96 I, the yeah. crazy part, I end up getting kept back at, when I went to, when I was at Wilson. Okay. My 11th grade okay. year, they kept me back because I wasn't doing nothing. Okay. So I end up that's why I end up transferring to Fullsville and them great. And from now on, man, 3.7, 3.8 grade point average. Got you. And yeah. and so and how are you you don't try to walk on and play play ball there? No, they they try to because see, you know, uh at that time it was uh how I had um uh, Jabari Oots, rest in peace. Yeah. Um uh, Melvin uh Melvin Watson, rest in peace. Right. They played at uh well, Potomac. He played okay. at Potomac and uh, ended up going to Howard. Uh, and then uh, Xavier Singletary, who was at Dunbar, who yeah. yeah. had ended up transferring, uh, had ended up going to Howard. Right. Uh, but they had, they had, they definitely asked me, asked me because Mike McLeese, who was the coach at Dunbar, yeah. was the coach at that time. Yeah, I had him on here. Yeah, but Mel, Melvin and they end up, they definitely was, man, because I used to hang with Melvin and, and Jabari. Okay. When I was at school, and they was yeah. like, "Man, what you man? You need to go in and try to walk on." I'm like, "Man, I ain't trying to play no basketball, man." Right. But you know what I'm saying? I should have. But I, I you know, I look at it, look back sometimes, man. You know, um, if you're not if you're not really into it, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna press myself out because it's right. it's a lot, you know, as far as you know, getting back into shape, working out. Oh, yeah. You know, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm, I'm trying that now. <laughs> <laughs> Our way to go, bro. It's easy to pick up the pounds. It's, it's hard to lose it, man. For all y'all youngers that's looking, don't get out of shape, bro. It's yeah, hard. Yeah. It's I'm easy to get that, out of man. shape. I'm definitely learning that. Yeah, it's easy to get out of shape. It's hard to get back in shape. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> most um, definitely. so um, the things that you learned when you went to uh Howard, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, your time from there, mm-hmm. did you? Was you thinking uh, coaching was in your realm or you just wind up walking into coaching? How did that come about with you coaching? Uh, I ended up walking into coaching. 
Okay. So what happened was uh, uh, at number 10 and stuff like that, they start uh, having some issues about uh, uh, with, the, with the facility and everything like that. Yeah. So I just started volunteering. Yeah. Um, and then especially when my son was born or whatever, I just started volunteering. Yeah. And I volunteered, you know, here and there, and then I started volunteering more and stuff like that, you know. And once I really start getting into it, yeah, then that's when it really kicked in. Yeah. Really kicked in, and I, I'm, I'm glad that um, it, it, it happened that way right. instead of it being forced on me. Right. Um, I'm glad it happened that way because uh, now, you know, I, I'm I'm years in, yeah. and the the value of doing it and stuff of helping other youth and stuff like that coming up and the kid a lot of kids that I've coached over the years yeah. they've they gone on to be successful and doing you know they've they've been come you know becoming young men as well as the as well as girls they've been becoming right. young women you know so um I look back on it you know the things that my father did you know uh showed me as far as not just being my father but being the prime example of um, giving other young men opportunities yeah. and giving them the tool to succeed and you know move on in life, um, that he showed me he showed me the blueprint, and I, I definitely commend him on that and, and definitely respect him for that. Him and uh, a couple of other uh, coaches and stuff. We'll get into that those coaches and stuff as yeah. we that program. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's 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 go right in. Well, we're not with the coaches, but uh-huh. I, I, I hear you talk about your father. Mm-hmm. You you not the only person that's talking about him though. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, I do interview after interview, man, and I'm mm-hmm. uh, you know Andre Thomas talk about mm-hmm. him. And I, yeah, he uh mm-hmm. he he gave a story about when he met y'all at Burville, and then, you yeah, know, we y'all, recruited I, Dre. We yeah, recruited Dre. Yep. Yeah, he said he said. You know, he a big young and he like yeah, and, and y'all like we need a big man. Yeah, big and plus the thing once I we seen him in the gym because yeah. the crazy part, man, we seen him in the gym for um I think we had trials or something like that for the team. Yeah, he came out, right? We couldn't believe how how big he was and he can he can how quick he was yeah. for a big man like that, and yeah. he had some skills. Yeah. So once we you know we start we, man we talking hey man why don't you come play with us? I told him come play with us or whatever. Man, he came to play with us, and man, Dre ended up starting. Ooh. Yeah, so you know, just imagine, you know, that that team, how we started off with him and stuff like that, uh, yeah. and even even Jason too, Jason Hinton as well. Yeah, Jason came over to play with us. Man, y'all was stacking and loaded. So before we get into that, mm-hmm. uh, can you talk about like your father, like uh, you know, everybody know him, like all mm-hmm. the kids know him, like. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was mind boggling because I'm like, yo, who, like I like I told you earlier when we mm-hmm. talked uh, earlier during the uh, week, mm-hmm. we talked about uh, 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 Kevin Lewis. He told he, he oh, like, yeah, Kim. yeah, 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 Kim. yeah, 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 you know how everything. This is how this is a, the story he told me. Yeah, when he was young, my father and him, they they from North Carolina. Gotcha. They from Wilmington, North Carolina. He came up here when he was like thirteen years old. Gotcha. And actually, my father's not a basketball player. He just knows how to coach basketball and learn the game of coaching when he was younger. 
So back then, um, you know, they didn't have as many boys and girls clubs and all that stuff. But when they did open one up in uptown or whatever with my father, my father, they recruited him and he started because he first he was coaching baseball. My father was a baseball player. Okay. So when he came up here, they had when they moved in the neighborhood, he used to wear dirty bucks. Okay. So that's what they okay. give him. So when he comes on the baseball field, that's what they call him. They call him Huck because he's a country boy. Gotcha. They call him Huckabuck. Oh, Huckabuck. Because he's had a buck, the dirty bucks on. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's... So that's where the name come come from, Huckabuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and it just stuck with him and stuff like that. And you see dudes, man. Man, we've been, I've been out of town, man, other states and stuff. Like even when we used to go to tournaments and stuff. And mm-hmm. people be knowing this man, man. I still don't understand that, man. Yeah. We went to That's Utah. I, I'll tell you one story. We went to Utah, 12 yeah. and under. Uh, and uh, Big, Dre went, Big Dre was on that team, too. Big Dre um, yeah. and uh, Steve Francis and all that. Yeah. We went to Utah, man. And somebody knew him in Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, man. Man. That was crazy. Yeah. You like, how you, how you, how, how you know you pop? Yeah, how you know him? He, man, hey, man. I'd be like, man. That's crazy. Legendary. Yeah, but he started, man. When he started, he started uh coaching in like maybe like the late seventies, early eighties. Right. Uh, at number ten, um, started teams and stuff like that. he was coaching football and basketball, and then after a few years, he just stopped. Uh, he said, you know, football really wasn't, you know, really wasn't his thing. Right. He said the basketball, he loved the basketball and stuff like that. So, man, he started coaching basketball, and I'm talking about, man, when he started program at number ten. Yeah. Uh Donald Ford. Mm. at Dunbar. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh Grady Sullivan. Uh, yeah. that played back in the day, him. Yeah. Um he had a number of dudes that came, you know, came that came out of the city and stuff like that. And then when um this gentleman named Mr. Webster. Okay. Cliff Webster, he runs the Kingman Boys and Girls Club. Gotcha. Cliff Webster was uh, uh, all met at Cadoza back in the 60s. Mm. Tall gentleman. His, his son ended up playing at Coolidge and stuff. Terry Webster. And right. his son, his son, his grandson is a beast now. He plays at McKinley Tech right now. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah. Little Terrell. Yeah, he I know beast. him. Yeah, he a beast. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Mr. Webster, uh, him and my father uh, linked up together. And uh, Mr. Webster asked my father, do you want to take over, you know, uh, the Kingman Kingman Pythons, which was an AAU program that he was just starting. Right, father went out, started recruiting and stuff. And then, with the first Kingman Python uh, uh, team was Dwayne Simpkins, mm. uh, Dematha Vaughn Jones, Nee Nelson Richards, yeah, Darren McClinton. Mm. Uh, who else they had on that team? They had this, this dude named uh, Jamal Colbert. Rest in peace. Okay. Um, uh, Jermaine Brown, that was at at at, at Curl and Dunbar at one time. Man, uh, had a number of other dudes on that team. I forgot who else. And then yeah. the second team was Anwar McQueen. Yeah, they went to Cal Berkeley, and they uh, was at St. Albans. Sammy yeah. Briggs, uh, Earl Pep Tyson. Yeah, Greg Jones. All of them was on the same team. Man, that's crazy. Then there was another team that had uh Kenyon McDuffie, my cousin. Yeah. Uh Jason Muscuri. Yep. I know him. Society Lounge. Yeah. Jason Muscuri. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Pee Wee Brooks. Uh, Jason Muscuri. 
Huh? Not because you are Jameis Curry played at, at, at Montgomery too, right? I yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Bad yeah. boy. All of them was on the bad boy. Yeah. All of them on the same team. Darian Clark. They went to uh, Roosevelt. Yep. Yeah. Um. They all of them was on the same team, and then our team, we started out. It was me, um, myself, yeah. Big Dre, uh, Aaron Moody. That was at Gonzaga. Went to uh, went to Savannah State. Right. Um, Kevin Jones, Shakir yeah. Brew. Yeah. Shakir Brew played, I think Shakir played at Springbrook, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Jamal Hutchinson, Steve yeah. Francis. Uh, I was stacked. Yeah, well, we was stacked. <laughs> Wonder why y'all ain't say, well, we don't need no other guys in there. <laughs> you good. Yeah, we was stacked, you know. yeah. Kenny, Kenny Alfred, then with the Murray, Michael Gill. Yeah. Um, yeah, we was we was pretty stacked, man. Pretty man. Stacked. Yeah. But uh and then man. it was uh, you know, Neef and them. Neef, Ron yeah. uh Boo Xavier Singletary. Um who's else, who else to play with them uh, at one time? Eric Branham. Yeah. Uh Sheik Pearson. Uh Kevin Lewis. Yeah. Uh Taiwan Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, well, they had a number and uh Reginald he- Brooks. These are all the all the all the names that came through that came in Python. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. I yeah. mean, because and that's another thing that I mean, like your pops, uh, Mister Hill. Like when you talk about legendary, like we give we give uh, what's the, what's my guy name? Ah, uh, oh, he was just I was just talking about him. Uh, that started the uh, AAU program or whatever. Your pops. Ben started the AAU program. That yeah, was he was one of the he was one of the first ones that started AAU program. Yeah, before because it wasn't back then. It wasn't that many teams with AAU pro with AAU. We was right. we was kind of maybe the do- most dominant AAU program back right. in the early eighties and in nineties up into nineties or whatever like that. Right. So back then we was you know we was we was stuck. It was tough to get on a squad with us because we had. One team for each age group. Yeah, it was tough to get in. You know, you come like we had um, rest in peace to um, Labari Williams. Okay, who, was, who assisted my father uh, yeah. all those years and stuff like that. And Labari was like the he was like the drill sergeant. Like you, 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 you couldn't. He the one taught us. You know, you as far as you cursing and all, ain't no cursing and all that stuff like. He make you eat soap. <laughs> oh. oh man. You know what I'm saying? Remember them days. We had um, uh, Mitch Cradle. Mitch Cradle. Mitch Cradle is uh, ex homicide detective uh, for DC, and he's one of the he's one he's one of the top uh, movie directors in this area right now. Wow! And he was our you know one of our coaches and stuff like that back then as well and stuff like that. Then uh, yeah, Damon Roberts, who was one of the assistant coaches over at Spingon, he's one of the coaches as well. And as well as uh, Dwayne Simpkins' father, Mr. Sylvester Sim- Simpkins. Oh man, he was he was me and, me and, me and Mike played with him. And they had a Beltway League that go out of Montgomery County, and we probably had like about five people on our team. We went all the way to the championship, man. Me, Mike Gill, and uh, you know Billy Hahn, who's the assistant coach for uh, what, West Virginia, West okay. Virginia. His son uh, Matt. Who's a, a coach up at uh, University of Vermont? He might be, he might not be coaching anymore. But Matt Hahn played with us at that time back then. Wow, man, you you got so so many uh, 
names and stories, man, is it, it, just phenomenal that mm-hmm. you remember all this stuff too. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I, I learned that basically from my father. Like, man, when you have conversations with him at his age, man, he's seventy-two years old, man. The man is shocked as far as how understand how he's like because he, he worked for Howard thirty-three years, right? And the man can tell you about somebody's stats that was probably back in ninety something, mm. and to this day, wow. So you know, it, it helped me along the way as far as you know having a good memory about you know especially the people that came up with us in uh, within basketball, you know, just as a whole and stuff like that. When you have organizations like that, that people are loyal and stick with, uh, with, with that within that organization for a number of years until they branch out to play high school, whatever the case may be, you right. don't see that. You don't see that no more, you know, right. because they got about a thousand AU teams. So right. you got parents taking this kid from that to this team, to that yeah. team. You don't know, you know, it's no loyalty. I hate the fact that not patient. But I don't like when you develop a kid and then the big dogs come in and try to get them and stuff like that. Well, that, that happens all the time. Man, all, all the time. time. <laughs> you, you know, a lot of dudes, you know, and one thing I, I respect about a lot of guys, you know, uh, although they might have they, they have their own MO about what they're doing or what they, how they're trying to get ahead. Yeah. One thing I respect about a lot of the coaches, uh, they're taking time out of their personal time yeah. to coach your kid. Absolutely. Now, on the other end, is that how how you present yourself with your character is right. how you're gonna get more kids. I always tell, I always told parents, you know, when they come to my program, when I start right. really coaching and stuff, I always tell them like, I don't hold you hostage. If you wanna go play a team, this and that, I have no problem with that. I don't hold you hostage. I'm always get kids, always. Right. Just because of my track record and the character right. that I bring, present to to people. Right. So I don't I don't I don't trip off, you know, if you go on to playing I I recommend if you if you if your kid is you think that your kid is not learning with me or whatever like that, yeah. I guarantee you when you go to one of those other teams or a coach that knows me and stuff like that and they ask you where you come from, they're gonna speak highly of me. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not being that's not being no ego or nothing, it's just facts. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah I, I. You know. I just. I just keep it like that, man. You know. And you know, if they have, if it's a lot more loyalty with these these programs, programs will be. They'll be really successful because a lot of programs now they're trying to no take question. so many elite kids. Yeah. You no know, question. and not and not even think about those those kids that's late bloomers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you got a kid. You got a couple of kids in the area, like, man. I had some kids that played with me in the past. I knew they was gonna be late bloom. You got a kid named Amadi Lee Kane right now. Right. So uh, he just uh, he went to another JUCO up in uh, Pennsylvania, which is about two hours away. This kid yes. was like five eight in high school. He's Ooh. six two now. Okay. And can shoot from the parking lot. Mm. Late bloomer. Late bloom. You know, but you know, it's just about giving a lot of these kids opportunities. You know, a lot of these teams and stuff like that. You have twelve and fifteen kids on the team, and you only play six or seven kids. Right. How the other kids get the opportunity? Right. I got two questions for you. Uh, well, the first question I wanted to ask you: How did the Cadoza? Because you coached at Cadoza High. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? And and mm-hmm. um, what what made you take that take on that gig? And and mm-hmm. what have you? Can you talk about that? Um, yeah. Well, um, I you know like I was over at number ten and stuff, so I knew a lot of the kids in the area. You know, a lot of people know 
you know, what I do as far as with the program and everything like that. Wow. Um, uh, Hanif had got an opportunity to coach them uh, some years ago and one ended up winning the cha- couple of championships or whatever. Yeah. Um, so some time went past and Cadoza had, uh, they, you know, their program went down um, for a number of years or whatever. And then they had got this new athletic director there. Um, and he had heard about me. So he reached out to me um, and I turned it down the first time. Okay. So what happened was when I turned it down, I, uh, I reached, uh, I heard, I reached out to Charlie Moore Harrison. Yeah. Rest in peace, Rock. Uh, yeah. I reached out to him and got him the interview over there, and they hired him over there. Gotcha. So when Charlie left after his four, uh, fourth year there, whatever like that, the athletic director reached out to me again. I was the last person to interview. Yeah. And he said, you know, I've been I've been trying to interview, man. It's, you know, it's been going on five years now. Right. He's been trying to get me to come over there. So... I finally I said, man, let me go ahead, let me go ahead and interview and see how I go. And then I, you know, I ain't think nothing of it. Right. Man, the man called me back that Monday. I think I interviewed on a Friday, coming back that Monday. Yeah. Yeah, we wanna you wanna take the job because uh, you know, interest, I want you to come and coach. Right. And that's how that worked. And once I came in, because once I came in, uh, what I did when I had to revamp the program, yeah. uh, they had some kids that was wasn't serious about uh um the classroom, that was one of the main things I wanted to do. Right. The kids act, uh, acclimated to the classroom. Not, you know, basketball stuff, that stuff is secondary. Yeah. You know, in high school stuff, because the first thing a coach will ask me is, how's his grades? What the grades, what the grades look like? <laughs> yeah, off the break, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So when I came in, that was the first time, uh, my first year, at, um, I had uh, got two full teams for JV and varsity. Yeah. Um, at least six or seven kids on each team was on the honor roll. Wow. So that was that was one of the things I, you know, really because I mean, it was some kids that never even was eligible ever at the yeah. school. Wow. Because the, the school system is a lot different now. They're pushing a lot of kids through and it that is. a bed for the for the world. So like, you know, I I made them I hold them accountable. I made them sign contracts and everything. Like this is what you need to maintain, this and that in order to stay on this team. Right. You know, and you know the kids that was there, they they applied by and stuff like that for the next two years, and then uh, the last year I ended up leaving. They brought in another athletic director, and <laughs> she things, things ain't go the, the yeah, way that 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 you know knowing sports and knowing about sports and don't knowing about sports, right. you have to have somebody that knows about sports when you're right. taking on a position like that. And that that person was a, yeah. Right. So, you know, and, and, and it's cool. You know, yeah. I, you know, I ain't no thing because there ain't no sweat on my brow because I, yeah. you know, I move on. I still do what I do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, can you talk about, uh, you know, you were saying something about uh, the kids, you know, with, with, with certain, the school system pushing them through. How do you feel about that? Like, like, cause, cause I know, like, um, you know, hearing about that, mm-hmm. not just from you and mm-hmm. a couple of other people. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the the school system pushing the kids through just because, like? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a decision that they shouldn't have made. Um, for one thing, is that you know how this world is about to be is uh, everything is about to be technical. Right. Um, 
everything is through your phone. You know, you got the social media thing. Um, these kids are not prepared for the world, what comes about. Like you have to be, you have to be, your intelligence has to be on another level, you know, because the generation that's coming up now, especially the younger kids, they're a lot more advanced than we were when we were coming up. Just think about it, it's a lot different. Everything is presented in front of them. They can Google everything. We had to go actually to the library and get an old encyclopedia (laughs) to find out stuff. I was thinking about that with the uh I remember uh we talking about doing uh papers, research papers and all that. And yeah. you had to go pick the card, the index card, yeah. the book and all <laughs> exactly. that. Kids like, don't right. have it no more. They got wow. they got it right there on the on the on the phone or whatever case may be and do it like that. Yeah. But see, the kids are so interested in 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 what's going on for the moment and not looking at the long haul behind things. And with the school system and stuff like that, they bring in a lot of a lot of what they feel is they're bringing in a lot of folks that's coming to educate that are young themselves. Right. And they think that because they're young themselves, they can relate to these kids or what they have at going on at home. It's a lot. Right. It's a lot with these kids or what they what they endure when they go home and oh, when yeah. they leave at home. Some of them don't eat. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta sit up there and teach a kid that don't eat no breakfast got to come to the school just to eat breakfast. Right. It's tough. Then, then you pushing them through, they might have an attitude problem, whatever. They talking any kind of reckless to adults or whatever like that, man. Yeah. And, you know, when you coming up, man, you don't talk to no adults, you know, recklessly like that. At all. You got to have some value about yourself because the thing you understand is that when you need something and you and you have a good character and stuff like that, that yeah. adult is going to vouch for you. Yeah. And that's something that's not taught with a lot of these kids, unfortunately, you know, but that's just the way the world is. And by these schools, just pushing kids through that, you know, I, I, I witnessed, man, some kids, man, that had under uh, a 1.0 and they still graduated. They gave them a package to do to graduate. Yeah. I talk about that. uh, I talk about that with, 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 my former coaches and uh, mm-hmm. you know my my wife and because mm-hmm. I got kids that go to uh, uh, DC public schools and right. you know I got a kid that go to uh, Charles County schools. Okay, and, man, it's night and day. Like and, and, and you know it's it's a lot with the DC schools, man. It's, that it's I, a big difference, man. It's a yeah, big it difference. It's it unfortunate is. that you don't you know as a DC as a Washingtonian. Mm-hmm. You want to be, you want to be, you want to have an actual initiative to send your kid to a DC public school because that's where you went at. But yes. nowadays, you don't even want to do that. You try to nah, find you, you, somewhere. You, 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 <laughs> you go above and beyond to be like, oh, nah, we ain't exactly. doing that. We ain't doing and, I, that. I, and I understand some of these parents, uh, you know, you shouldn't have to pay for education. But yeah. I mean, if you want your kid to really like, man, sometimes learn and be focused and stuff like that, you got to take that extra step too. You might go broke, but still, too, that, you know, they're in a different situation than dealing with the D.C. public schools. And I hate to say that because I went to D.C. public schools. Me, too. Hey, but now, I, I, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. You know? Yeah, I ain't going to lie to you, man. When I, uh, and, and I, I know I'm going to get ridiculed for it, but it's the truth. When I went, I went, to, I graduated from Wilson, went to Fairville State, man. Uh-huh. Man. It was Big difference, hard. wasn't it? Man, it was difference. hard, bro. It was hard. 
Yeah. I ain't know some of the stuff, man, because it, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't because I couldn't learn it. I just never, it was never presented. It was never to presented me. to you, exactly. Never presented to me, man. Exactly, so, man. And um, I used to work at Anacostia and, uh, you know, all the, all the, I was doing security. I did uh, work at Anacostia, Manu, Coolidge, mm-hmm. uh Middle School, and different things. And I would see that uh, it was it was kids that was like, I ain't going to say felon, but like on the cusp of felon. Mm-hmm. And they graduate, man. And next thing you know, they say, man, they going to college. And and one thing about that was they say, I'm like, well, where you going? They'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to Maryland Eastern Shore, or I'm going mm-hmm. to Delaware State. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking in my mind, they naming all HBCUs. I'm like, right. man, how y'all how y'all get in there? Mm-hmm. In my mind, yeah. And when I talk to certain people about it, mm-hmm. they. They quick to back the HBCUs and, and that's fine and dandy, but I know these kids wasn't doing no work. They weren't. They weren't prepared at all. Nope, not well, at all. I'm here, and, and we talk about it, and people, well, everybody deserve a chance, and this and this and that, you know. Yeah, you just, you deserve a chance. Don't don't. We're not we're not taking away from that, but also yeah. that these kids need to be prepared for what comes along with that like those bad study habits that those kids have and stuff like that, just yeah. by trying to get by and stuff like that, that's not gonna work in college because at all you're paying top dollar to go yeah. to college and, and they're and, gonna get their money regardless if you don't do what you're supposed to do yeah. or not we, we ain't waking you up in the morning we ain't making None sure of that. you're None working of that. those days None are over yeah it's, it's <laughs> over with so if you don't do what you're supposed to do we will be failing you yeah indeed you're gonna get paid regardless <laughs> They you put your they put your academic suspension immediately. Immediately get you up out of there. Yeah, you know indeed. what I'm saying. So, you know, just it, it, that's for me. It, it's that's what I like bringing in the coaching because I want our kids to be prepared and understanding. And by mm-hmm. your background and, and you know, you kind of remind me of myself uh, because I ain't play all my years in, in, in uh, high school. Mm-hmm. You know, I did play all junior high, but I ain't play all my years in high school. Mm-hmm. And you know. I'm I'm coaching now on uh rec ball and mm-hmm. uh AU and mm-hmm. you know like I talked to you about getting a high school job and, and different mm-hmm. things of that nature mm-hmm. and man I, I looked at, I looked at you I looked at uh Hanif and mm-hmm. you know uh uh, uh Charlie Moe mm-hmm. uh some of these people you know and um man I I take on that legacy but I bring that to them with with, with the same things you talk about fires you know, holding people accountable, holding the yeah. kids accountable and different things like that. Yeah, there's so some it's, coaches out here like that, man. Malcolm yeah. Battle, Malcolm Battle, oh, yeah. the bar. My man. Um, yeah. You know, uh, uh, Ali Foster at McKinley Tech. Yes. Um, Michael Powell at Curl. Yes. Eric Singletary at Sidwell Friends. Yes. Then you My got, man, man I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely proud of uh, Trey Kelly that just got the job. Yeah, my job. yeah I, I had him on here. Yeah, Trey, Trey Kelly, man. You know, him oh, and Muhammad played together. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. real? Uh-huh. Him and Muhammad played together. <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> him and Muhammad played together. Man. Yeah, man. You know, so, you know, it's it's, it's a lot of a lot of dudes in, you know, in this area and stuff like that, man, um, uh, that's uh, definitely doing something for the kids and stuff like that, man. You know, um, I definitely commend them and all that stuff like that, man. Uh, uh, one of the dudes that was a uh, that started um, the organization with my father called the DC Warriors after he left, you know, stopped okay. them with number 10. 
uh, a student named Anthony Tony Langley. Okay. He's the assistant coach over at Roosevelt High School with Rob Nickens. Yeah, my man Rob Nickens. The man, the man is a genius in basketball. Absolutely. Tony Langley, he's yeah. a genius. Wow. You know, but it's, you know, people like, you know, uh, like the different AAU program, like we talked about the different AAU programs and all that stuff like that, man. Some, yeah. of, the, some of these guys are, are real good guys. Yeah. But you got some of them just, you know, a kid might play one year with them and they, uh, one year or one game. Man, I coach that kid. Right. You ain't doing Because <laughs> he, he just stopped by. He ain't yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why, why, you think, why you think people do that, though? Like, uh, man, it's 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 more of uh, I think more it's more of uh, getting a name out yeah. there to get you know kids to you know uh, understand or get parents to you know come to their program whatever the case may be. Right. You know, some some guys got some different mo. Some of them got some good hearts. Some of them just you know. And I I, I look at it with though I don't you know I don't, I don't talk bad about nobody. Right. I, I just keep it moving. It's probably some people probably saying some stuff when they don't even know me. Right. I don't care nothing about that because I got a good track record and I right. always have a good rapport with people. Right. You don't have a good rapport with people and stuff like that. You ain't got to never speak on your name. Right. You know, that's one thing. You ain't got to never do that. You know, your your results speak for themselves. Right. Yeah. Question for you. Uh, in NIL, in, in how do you feel about the NIL name, uh, image, name, like an image? Or um, with the, yeah, um, it's kind of a catch twenty two, to me. Okay. Um, sometimes you know that 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 helps. Uh, I guess the character of some some athletes. Right. Whereas though, it, I mean, in college and stuff like that, you don't get paid. You know, whereas though you bring in the university money and stuff like that, but you get your own liking because now it's more of a social media thing. You get enough enough. Uh, likes or whatever the case may be it ups your i guess your 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 status or whatever the case may be i don't really you know follow it too much okay. but i you know I, it's it's a good thing for some some athletes and stuff like that but it also it can hurt you in the long run gotcha because i mean you some of you paying for your likes for maybe one or two years right you know that's not gonna guarantee you get in no pro league or whatever the case may be unless you go you know, overseas or something like that, or G League or whatever. Okay, but that's rare nowadays. Right. You know, with how the pandemic and stuff, that stuff slowed a lot of stuff up. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, anything to, you know, get in between the lines of, you know, you becoming professional or whatever the case may be. You know, they're gonna create some stuff. You know, and I, I don't knock it. They do what they do, but me personally, I don't really follow it as much. You know, um, you know, I, I you know, for for whoever likes it, you know. Right. I respect it, but I, you know, me personally, I wouldn't get involved in it. Right. Um, coaching, coaching in the DCIAA. Uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you, you've been in there before. Do you mm-hmm. see yourself coming back into uh, coaching on a uh, in DC on a high school level or Maryland, Virginia, or what, what have you? Well, it has to be. It has to be the right situation. You know. Um, my thing is. Uh, you know, I, I got the experience to be a high school coach. I, I definitely, um, definitely appreciative of that. Right. But it has to be the right experience, uh, right situation. You know, um, as far as with the school, um, you know, get more kids that's trying to get in school. 
Right. Is you know, because I can't I can't do 90% of the work and you do 10%. That's not gonna work. Right. Meet me halfway. Oh, you yeah. do supposed to do in that classroom. You come to, you come and work workouts and stuff like that. Don't get involved in no no stuff outside of school, BSing around, getting caught up with your friends, doing no stuff like that. Right. I got you. Absolutely. Any, anybody could tell you that. Yeah. I don't care if the kid, I ain't never coached a kid. Any other kid that I come across, I get people call me about, you know, I'm trying to, you know, my kid, this nigga, you know somebody, and I'll, I'll have no problem. I'll keep my word. I'll yeah. make a call. This is net. You got this kid, this net, you know, and we do it like that. You know, but you got to meet me halfway. I can't, I can't just, I can't do it 90% of the time. And like the parents and stuff like that, you know, you got parents, that's, man, they, 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 they on point about getting their kid, you know, in a good situation. But you got some parents that, you know, in reality, your kid is not going to make it. Right. And I, you know, you got to work a little bit more hard, stuff like that, because a lot of these coaches and stuff like that, like the coach, your school that you're trying to go to, or you think your kid going to play at, right. it's not going to work. Right. Not some, another avenue, you know right. what I'm saying? Just being real. Hey. Not another avenue. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, Basketball is a great tool to get ahead of life. Oh, yeah. It's a great tool. But also is that you don't have to be able to play basketball to be around basketball. Right. That's so true. Your father is a good example of that. Like, great example. Great example. He, the man, I mean, the man the man turned down jobs from the NBA, NFL, all that. Because mm. he was at Howard all them years. He turned right. he turned jobs down because he wanted because he was at Howard because the, the stuff that he was doing. The man, he was he was a professor at Howard as well, teaching sports yeah. media, and he got some of the biggest names with 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 major jobs, ESPN, right, NFL, NBA, all that man, yeah. real. Like he knows, like the dude, like Stan, well, Stan Vip, I forget, Stu, not Stan, yeah. dude, that's, that's what the um with um, ESPN, ESPN, yeah, Stan Verdict or whatever his name, I forgot his name, man, yeah, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> mess his name up. <laughs> You talking about my man from uh that do the night uh the night uh joint probably so yeah hey. I, you know, but it's it's a lot of dudes that my James Brown that's one of my father's yeah. close friends James yeah. Brown the uh, commentator yeah yeah it's one of his close one of his close yeah. friends uh Michael Wilbon like I met all of them like yeah. I met all of them they they came and speak to my father class every year and all that stuff I met all yeah. of them they oh, got man. a dude um that came that came through Howard I didn't even know that I knew his father. His father right. my mother and them, the dude named Michael Lindo. He's right. with Detroit Pistons right now. Wow. And him and Hanif was, you know, working together with Under for some years, and they, they offered um, Mike Lindo a job with um, Detroit Pistons. Wow. So, you know, it's it's a, it's a number of things that, you know, uh, like the sports information directors from a lot of those, which and my father was on the committee for that. Wow. So Legendary, man. It's a, lot, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff, man. You know, um that hill that that just man, he set the tone and then y'all picked it right up with you know he left over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's still in involved, right? Like yeah. I know he retired from Howard, but he's yeah, he's he still contracts out with them and does you know, does stuff, write stories and all that stuff like that. So yeah. he's still doing he's still up and up and moving. Man. You know, you know, you know the coach for Howard, Kenny Poo uh Blakely. Yeah, but came out of our program. Wow. He went yeah. to Duke too, right? Yep. Wow. He came out of our program. That's and he's tough. doing he's doing real well at uh at uh Howard and stuff like that. This, the starting point guard 
that he had that has that he plays for him, uh, Elijah yeah. Holmes. He yeah. played for me. Wow, good kid, man. Great kid. Yeah, yeah, he good, yeah, good, good. good background. His he uncle, got. He, yeah. he got a good deal too. Uh, he just, I just, yeah, the Jordan, the Jordan brand. Yeah, thing. he got the Jordan brand, man. And, and, and that's, that's big on, on that, on that level right oh, there. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, his father, real good dude, man. Remont, man. I've been knowing him for years. And his uncle is Todd Hawkins that runs New World. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. you know, he just, matter of fact, he just got a coaching job at one of the schools, uh, one of the private schools or something like, uh, in the area. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, I got I got I got some kids, man. That's uh doing well, man. Uh, I got a kid at um at Lafayette University, wow. uh, who just got an internship with Fidelity uh, Investments, okay, uh, in Boston. Uh, he's right. he's at, still at Lafayette. His name is uh, Ronald Gross. He played at uh at McKinley Tech, wow, about two years ago. Yeah, I got uh, my little cousin who's uh Joe Mo Goins. Okay, uh, he's at Slippery Rock University. Yeah, um, in North Carolina, right? No, and uh, they're in Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, Elijah Hawkins. And then I got a kid that just transferred to Morehouse. Okay. Uh, his resident name is Joe Mayo McNair. He, he tough. Okay. Wide assassin. He's, oh, yeah. So so Morehouse going to be on a, on, a, on a map this year because they got yeah, the, he, other, the other younger from uh, Roosevelt, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, 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 um, that's going to be a good little combination with them. Yeah. Like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got some. I got some kids that man came up, and I got a kid, man, that uh, crazy pot. I had this kid when he was twelve years old. Yeah, uh, this kid named Kai, man, about he about six five or twelve years old. Wow, he had got accepted into the John Hopkins program. Wow, he's a doctor right now. That's big. That's yeah, big. he's not. He number maybe twenty three years old. <laughs> wow, hey, that's big though, because. And, 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 and reason why I like that is because that's what this is all about, man. It mm-hmm. it ain't all about going pro, man. It nah. ain't all about you know chasing that dream there too. Like mm-hmm. being a doctor, that's that's just equivalent as as, as making it to at, the at that at that age as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's big, man. So yeah. big up to him, man, on, on mm-hmm. doing that. And mm-hmm. and that's and a lot more people that's watching. And things of that nature, man. You can go be a doctor, a lawyer, or, or whatever you want to do on your own business. Uh, mm-hmm. My man Abdul Hill talked about his brother, man. You know, owning a museum, went to DC Public Schools, man. Mm-hmm. So it can, it can, it can work for you either way. So that, oh, yeah, most definitely. That's, what I, that's the message I want to get out to people, man. Like that's something out of nothing. That's mm-hmm. what that means. That means you know, you know, creating your own way. And when 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 people thought that it was over, you know, mm-hmm. look at look at look look what you're talking about. Your mm-hmm. man becoming a doctor, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And, and with the school here from here, right? Yeah, young from here, man. He's, you know, twelve years old. He got accepted in the program. So just that's ten years, no, ten eleven years ago. Yeah, hey, wow. At that age, you getting accepted in John Hopkins program. That's big, man. Yeah, that's big. That's big. You know, that's real big, man. You know. Absolutely. A uh, couple of more questions, man. Be, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about like I, you. You coached your son at one point, right? At, I coached. I coached my son since he was five years old. Wow. My son played for me youth basketball, and he played in high school with me. Wow, man. Crazy. I was, he was like heavily recruited out of middle school. Wow, where he went to Raymond and stuff like that, and 
Yeah. No, his top choice was McKinley Tech, and they didn't even accept him in the school. And he wow. and he had like a three point eight grade point average. I wonder what see it'd be stuff like that. Yeah, that's why you know I, I didn't I didn't get it, and just so happened around that time, that's when I accepted a job with those, and then yeah. we went up to um, we went so McKinley was his first choice, and then we went up. I took him to Curl for a visit. Okay, and the coach at Curl at the time. He wasn't even recruiting kids. He didn't even know who my son was. Wow. So after that, uh, my son said to me, just like, man, uh, he said, man, I'm just coming to those with you. I was like, all right. Because I didn't problem. I let him choose his own school. I wasn't, just because I took over the job, I wasn't, you know. Right. I wasn't trying to push him to come to Cadoza. Right. What what, what are some of the things that you did? Because we talked about the... uh, and this this is an important question. I never asked nobody this question before, but mm-hmm. being as though you coach your son and mm-hmm. not just your son, any other kid that's that go to DC public schools mm-hmm. or whatever, what are some of the things that you did with your son mm-hmm. to kind of balance the workload that, mm-hmm. that that was at DC public schools and right. where you wanted to get them at? Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of the things that you know always always had my son um do what he's supposed to do in that classroom. He took care of that stuff like that because it became a habit for him. So I just wanted to get him, you know, established with that first before I even take care of anybody else. Right. You know, because if if he does that, my job is a lot easier with so I can help others. Right. You know, so having that balance with was though that uh dealing with, you know, a number of kids and stuff like that, because he was always with me. Uh, whether I was at number 10 or, you know, even with at the school, whatever like that, you know. He he do what he's supposed to do in that classroom. Right. I can do what I need to do on my end. I ain't got to worry about nobody calling me saying, "Oh, your son acting up, this and that, whatever the case may be." Right. And that, that kind of helped me out a, a lot as a father because right. you got to have that balance between the father and the coach. I didn't show no favoritism to him, right? Especially when it comes to coaching, right? If he if uh, if I one thing I can I know about my son is that you know from him playing basketball at an early age and stuff like that, he was a lot more advanced than a lot of other kids that I didn't have to teach them that. With him, he make a mistake, I know what he going to do. He going to get back on defense. That's what he was taught. Right. And if he make too many mistakes, I'm snatching him just like I snatch any other kid. Right. I always give a kid uh, 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 opportunity and stuff like that. Anybody could tell you, any co- anything that I ever coach, even with my program in number 10 and stuff like that, Right. You come to practice, every kid should play. Every kid. Right. right. And everybody knows that about me. Like, that's why I had so many kids because I always told the, even the coaches that had other teams were under my program right. and make sure every kid plays in the game. Every kid. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, that, man. That's a big part, man. Yeah. That, that, that's tough right there. And a lot of people don't, because, a lot of people feel like, man, well, I'm gonna play this kid that, at this particular point. Or yeah, you want you want to win. I, I get that. You want to yeah. win, but yeah. also you want to be fair as well. Because the thing is, at the end of basketball, yeah, you all those kids are always have a bomb because they were a part of something. Absolutely, and that's more important than anything. You know, whether it's basketball, whatever case may be, they will have that bomb for a lifetime. Absolutely. Even I, I look at it because the thing is, even like with uh, the teams that we played with that I was on and stuff like that, 
all those yeah. guys and stuff like that that went on, maybe made all met, whatever like that. You know, yeah. I ain't, I didn't I didn't achieve none of those accomplishments as far as being all met, and I could have. Yeah. But also is that I look at it as that if I if I see them and stuff like that, it's all love. Absolutely. It's all love. And I and I, I I'd rather have that than somebody looking at me different and say, Oh man, he think he like that or whatever the case may be. Right. Then that, that ain't that, I don't have that problem. Absolutely. I teach that all the kids that, you know, you have that bond. It's like a brotherhood, man. Yeah. And that brotherhood is that you, you shouldn't have no tension amongst each other, especially when you're doing something for a number, even if you play together for one year. Yeah. You're gonna respect one another. When you see one another, you know, you hey. It should be love between you. Right. Yeah. Um, things that uh, people can look forward to uh, from you now, uh, like, um, can you talk about that? Like, what, what are your uh, goals in the next uh, five years with Fox coaching and, and basketball is concerned? Um, well, one of the things that I, I still do um, basketball training, um, I'll be doing uh, training up at uh, – up at Emory uh, Rec Center on uh, Saturday mornings uh, from like 9 to like 11.30 with uh, Darrell Mack, who's one of the legendary coaches in this area as well. Okay. Mack has been around for years. Mack was coaching when I was a, when I was a younger. Yeah, so, true. you know, um, I've been uh, up there with him, with, you know, working out some kids and stuff like that, you know, uh, helping out. Um, looking, you know, and, and, and I'm definitely going to try to, start doing some some tournaments uh and some uh combines and some uh, uh camps and stuff like that for a lot of youth in the area and stuff like that especially like a lot of middle school kids and invite some of these kids to uh, put some together and invite the, co- the high school coaches out to see okay. some of these kids that don't you know get that recognition of you know right. seeing that and stuff like that because that helps out a lot of programs and get a lot of these kids some exposure yeah. Um, you know, it's not it's not about no money thing. It's about them getting exposure, uh, you know, from some schools and stuff like that. Who might not get, you know, know that they might have a diamond in rough on these kids that, you know, that might be under the radar. You don't even know. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Um, also, you know, some some of the um, uh, doing some things probably definitely in the future with uh, my man, uh, Mel, Mel George. OK. Who, uh, who has done uh, tremendous um uh, job with uh, getting youngins uh, scholarships uh, out of high school. That's the one who did the combine at PG that had uh, about 90, uh, it's called the bat, they call the basketball group. Okay. And again, um, he had like 90 kids, man, uh, out of high school and portal kids there, man. And yeah. I couldn't believe, man, was that many kids in there. You man. know, um, everybody trying to get somewhere. Everybody trying to get somewhere, man. You know, and, um, you know, and that's, and that's, that's how it should be. You know, I want to be definitely have an open market for that. Uh, yeah. as well as helping, you know, especially with the camps, with the little kids and stuff like that. Um, as far as coaching, like I said, man, just have to be the right situation, you know, uh, where I can build a program like I always done, you know, and yeah. I, I know how to build it from scratch. I don't have yeah. no problem with that, you know, I've, I've, it's been in the past, even when I was at Cadoza, I turned kids away not to come to Cadoza. That's crazy. Wow. Turn, I mean, actually told their parents, no, don't send them here. Why? Because, what? Why? Why? because, Why? because, well, at that time, you know, like I said, like, I, I, I don't want to put no parent in no situation with though. My thing is academics first. Yeah. So, 
at Cadoza, not saying that the teachers don't do their job. What I'm saying is that the environment right. the environment yeah. is not different. So yeah. I don't I wouldn't want to put your 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 child in that position whether that you get sidetracked and do some other stuff. Right. Because Cadoza is kind of a hard school to sell. Stop. You know, nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not it's it's a legendary school, historic school. My father went there. Yeah. He went there. Yeah. You know, uh, some of the greats, Greg Jones, Moochie Norris. Yeah. That, 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 that would surprise me too, not to not to inter- cut you off or intervene. Mm-hmm. It surprised me you ain't go there. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> thing, I could have went there. Yeah. You know, but you know, at that time and stuff like that, my, you know, I didn't even think about going to Cadoza at that time. Cause I mean, yeah. I could have back then, I could have been, I could have been rock and roll because they had that's at that time. My, well, me audition with my man uh, Lamont Crawford yeah. was playing point back then. Uh, Greg Bella yeah. was back then. Uh, Deontay Holden, which was my man, we came up together. He was there, and then yeah. Sheik Sheik was over there, and then Irk and Irk was there. Irk Branham. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, so they had a, a couple of you know dudes and stuff. We could have you know really did some things down there. Then yeah. you know Neef transferred there from yeah. Lowell Baptist, yeah. and so we we could have been really just imagine me and Neef on the same high school team. Man, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> so and then Muhammad Muhammad when they, the, Jihad didn't play uh ball did Jihad nah Jihad you know Jihad Jihad man Jihad just you know he he different man he, he got his own character man Jihad you know he he just got that character about it man you know sports wasn't his thing you know he gotcha. just chose another avenue and stuff like that but his man he he's more on the Jihad is a hilarious man so funny dude man you yeah. know Muhammad had a nice little swag had Ricky Branham which was uh uh Eric Branham's little brother. Yeah, was there stuff like that? Muhammad, they you know they had a couple of pieces and stuff like that back then. You know, then yeah. Muhammad once Muhammad went out fair my heights. Yeah, I mean him and Christmas Cray, him and Christmas Cray was putting up numbers out there. Yeah, you know, so that's tough. Yeah. Uh, man, that that legendary, like I said, your family was legendary, man, and, and still is, and, and man, a household name in a, in the area and out, like you said, outside the area, you said somebody mm-hmm. knew. Pops in in Utah, so yeah. uh, worldwide, <laughs> man. You got you doing your thing, Muhammad mm-hmm. Hanif. You know what I'm saying, Jihad. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, all oh, y'all. Yeah. And I don't know your sister name, right? Like, yeah, Manir. My sister Manir. Manir. Yeah. You only have one sister. Yeah, one sister. Wow. She played wow. basketball in, in junior high. And did she stop? Yeah, she was like, I ain't doing that no you know, more. She said she, she <laughs> saying she just wasn't really interested in stuff, but you know, she ended up graduating from Howard. Stuff yeah. like that, you know, she's like a real big uh, Howard alumna. Okay, that's what's um, up, man. But she's that's she's doing well, you know. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I gotta have you back on, man, because I know like you 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 so full of knowledge and, and got so many stories, man. It's just hard to cover it in one segment, man. So I'm definitely gonna have you back and and, and, and get your expertise and your opinion on different scenarios and things like that. And mm-hmm. you know, now now I. Get, you know, got your number and different things like oh, yeah, that. Most definitely, definitely gonna stay in touch with you. Um, again, glad glad to have you on. Before before I let you go though, um, mm-hmm. uh, how could how could I got two things? How could people get in contact with you if they want to, uh, you know, reach out and, mm-hmm. and get involved in some of the things that you're doing? Mm-hmm. 
They can uh, definitely, you know, email me. Um, okay. You know, uh, uh, I wouldn't get my number. <laughs> nah, you, you, you can do email and, and, yeah, and email. And I got. Uh, I'm on the. I think I'm, I'm on the IG thing. So, okay. Uh, email uh, coach hill twenty one at gmail dot com. Right. And then my IG is uh, coach two hundred two hill. On oh, the I heard IG. it right there. Yeah. So I, you know, I, you know, I. I, I definitely, you know, as far as uh, doing some stuff, and I probably also do uh, get into like the events and stuff like. That. So I'll be probably next year. I'm working on uh, doing like some comedy events and oh uh, yeah, some um, some music events as well. You know, yeah. some some major concerts or something like that. So that's um, big. Definitely, man. You know, look out for that. And uh, we definitely talk, man. I, I definitely, man. This is this is definitely. I haven't did no. I haven't did talk this long in a while since so I've been talking to kids. You <laughs> <laughs> took you back in the coaching days, like you get after a loss or something, man. I'm in there, yeah. in there <laughs> teaching for around about 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> That's cool though. I, I, yeah, I have no problem. We talk, we have, we laugh, and we talk. You know, I, I'm right. always like that when I see people and stuff like that. I'm always yeah. like that with them anyway. We always have a conversation, whether it's, you know, short or whether it's a long conversation. Yeah. So, um, you know, just having a good rapport with people, man, that's that's the way to go, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anything that I, you know, we didn't touch on that you really wanted to uh, get off or mm-hmm. uh, say something, uh, anything that I missed or whatever that you... Uh, no, just mainly... Um, mo- uh, the, uh, a big shout out to the the folks that helped me along is my, my father and um uh LeBerry Williams, rest in peace, um Mitch Cradle, um, yeah. Damon Roberts, uh Tony Langley, yeah. um uh, Sylvester Simpkins, okay. um, you know, some of my uh uh, uh coaches that oh uh big shout out to uh Mason Clark over at Woodbridge that runs uh, the Woodridge organization. Yeah. So they've been going on. I think Mason told me that they uh this is their 60th year Oof. of an organization and stuff. And that guy, man, Mason Clark is is one of those. He's a definitely legend in this in this area. Oh yeah. Um, Mr. Cliff Webster from Kingman yeah. Boys Girls Club. I definitely salute off to him because um we went to the the, the summer camp and stuff like that there at yeah. Kingman. And the things that he's done for for young men over the years and stuff like that, uh, definitely a DC legend. Yeah. Uh, uh, who else? Oh, Miss Lucille Hester. If you don't know who this lady is, yeah. you ask anybody you know older, whatever the case may be. And there's probably some people you came across that this yeah. lady named Miss Lucille Hester. Man, she used to run the uh, national youth sports program up at UDC. Wow, it's to be a camp up in uh, on in the evening time in the summertime. Yeah, this is one of the best camps I've ever been to in my life, man. That's why I met so many people from across the city, yeah. uh, northeast, southwest, southeast, yeah. uptown, whatever the case may be. That this that lady put that 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 um that camp was off the chain, and you know a lot of the folks that I came up with and stuff like that was able yeah. to go there and everything like that. Um, yeah, and just a big shout out to you, man, to keep man just reaching out to uh, myself as well as people that you interviewed in the past and stuff like that. Uh, Big yeah. Trey, uh, Damon P, Kevin yeah. Lewis. Uh, you said uh, Mike McLeese too, right? Yeah, Mike McLeese. Mike McLeese, uh, man, got, uh, my man. Uh, Rob, Rob, Rob Gardner. 
Rob Garner, yeah, man. Um, you know, you, you as you as you continue to do it, man. I hope it, man, grows grows uh, bigger and bigger for you and stuff like that. Because, uh, yep, have you got a Malcolm on here yet? Nah, I, I, I was trying to wait, man. Because uh, <laughs> I ain't want I I I didn't want like I was telling my cousin. Uh, I didn't want people to think that because uh, I knew them or like a lot of I know y'all guys, but mm-hmm. I didn't want people to be like. Oh well, he you know he real close to him. So man, don't worry, man. Listen, don't worry about all that now. I got. I'm not so now, get, but get I was Malcolm, just saying get like Malcolm Battle on here, man. Because yeah, Malcolm Battle deserves it, I, man. He's, I, I I gotta get him on here because dude, I wanted dude. to get him on here uh, a long time, like for a minute, and you know mm-hmm. we I'm it's gonna happen. I just was trying to wait, like yeah, yeah, no, so, yeah. It just just get it at the right time. So like yeah. Malcolm Battle, man, he's he's really somebody, man. Really need to. Uh, get on, cause man, he, the things that he's done for kids and stuff like people yeah. don't people don't know about Malcolm. Malcolm, Malcolm he, he worked with things, you know, how he has it. You know, he right. deal with it how he deal, man. He get them kids, man. Like, all those yeah. kids that's on that side of town and stuff like that, man. Yeah. He has definitely, man, got them a new direction. Also, you need to haul it, man. Dwayne Shackelford, man. Oh yeah, I I reached out. I, I, oh, Shaq, I, I yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's my I, man. I love like, what they doing, man. I yeah. love what they doing, man. Yeah. There's guys like that, man. I really, you know, got a lot of much respect for, man. Like I yeah. said, like with Ali Foster as well, and yeah, yeah. Tech, doing a I heck know. of a job with that program. Yeah, you know those those guys and stuff like that, man. Even Durkee, uh watching that. Yeah, cool. Durkee, I watched him come up. Like, yeah, I, so I watched them from a lot of those dudes, man. MM. Yeah, a lot of those dudes, man. They they're doing a good yeah. job with those programs and stuff like that, man. Oh yeah. Also, definitely. Dirk Davis at Coolidge, the girls' coach. Yeah. Yeah, man. This year they're gonna be they're gonna be they, nice, man. They're gonna be a force to reckon with. They're gonna be a force to reckon with. They're gonna be oh, nice. Man, I, don't, man. I hope I don't got see them, man. If I have a coach on that level right there, I hope I don't got see them. But you know, it's good to put those girls in, in, in that fire, man. To, you yeah. know, get them better and stuff like that. Because I always, yeah. I'm always a strong believer in that. Because my yeah, first year, Cadoza. I remember, I, I remember meeting you. I don't know if you remember. I was at the game, and I'm like, man, who y'all play tomorrow? you like, man, we got the math. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what made you do that? He was like, you was like, man, I don't care. I'm yeah, like, I don't care nothing about that. Like, you, I, I, I had that same mentality when I was young and stuff like that. Like, the youngest yeah. have to understand, even this area. Like, we don't, you, you're not supposed to back down for no competition. Absolutely. If you're going to get better, you want you go play the best, and you'll see if basketball is for you or not. Right. Those teams like the math and stuff, they get a lot of kids and stuff like that. And, you know, Mike Jones, they had no problem with, with putting me on the schedule and stuff like that. He right. put me on the schedule because, you know, just just respect. I've been knowing Mike since I was a kid. Right. So when I called him and stuff like that, you know, it wasn't no problem. You know, and right. look what he's doing now. You know, he went from the math, he's at Virginia Tech now. Big ups to him, you know what I'm saying? Big because he, he opened up, he opened up another opportunity for kids, especially from this area. Yeah, they know? got that. They got that recruit from Wilson. Man. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, uh, J- uh, June. Yeah. June, yeah. man. June gonna do some things, man. Yeah. So, Real good kid too, man. Real yeah, good that, kid. That was that was a good that was a good pickup. Yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah. Um, man, big ups to you, man. I appreciate the the, the blessing, man, and. and like I said, we going we gonna do this again, man. Yeah, because, most definitely. I look forward to it. Yeah, man. You got you got so many stories and, and different things like that, man. It's just amazing. It's just an honor to be on here with you, to share the platform with you. 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm 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 kind of uh fulfilling my dreams. That one of my dreams, man. And uh, I had a friend of mine tell me like, man, you know, uh, uh, some sometimes people talk about uh fulfilling their dreams and different things like that, but it's really happening for me, man. And mm-hmm. I'm just blessed and honored to you know have mm-hmm. have you guys on. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm, I'm a part of that journey, man. Most yes, definitely. sir. No it doubt, is. man. We're going to end it like this, man. It, it, like I said, it's always a pleasure to have you, man. We're going to have you back on, man. Something out of that sports podcast. Get at my man, Abdul Hill, man. One of the great legends in the area, man. Uh, come from a, a great background. Uh, the Hill family in itself, man. Legendary in the area, man. So y'all reach out to him. You know what I'm saying? Follow him on IG. Uh, email him. And we're going to leave off that note, man. Appreciate it, Ron. Yes, sir, man. Till next time, bro. You take care, man. Till next time. All right, bro. All right, peace. Bye.